absolute power corrupts absolutely. Hello, everyone, and welcome once again. It's that time again. 10 a.m. Eastern Standard Time. I am JT, a.k.a. The Master. And as always, if you're listening to me right now, it's The Master Plan. The number to call in is 347-637-3220. 347-637-3220 is a place to be if you want to talk to JT, and you know that's me. Got a chat room sitting out there for you. You want to put uh, your uh, question in there, lay your knowledge in there, make a statement. You can do that. Remember, like I always say about that chat room, what you put in is what you get out. You come foul. I'm going to come foul right back to you because that's the way we roll here. All right. We're going to talk about a little bit of fantasy football. We're going to talk about some. Yeah, I know. I know. Some UFC. Well, briefly, okay? And we're also going to talk about uh, um, whatever else happens to pop into my mind uh, and, and shake my uh, 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 61-year-old body up. So without further ado, let's just uh, shut down Mr. JB, Mr. James Brown, and uh, talk about some UFC to start it off with. Just briefly, all right, people, last night was UFC 190. Had a a, a, uh, a pretty decent card. I'm not a big UFC fan, so, I'm you know, for me to evaluate it is uh, um, you take it, take it as you see it. But I was interested in two bouts, okay? Okay. Uh, Happened to be two female bouts, whatever. Um, but I was really interested because I saw the post, the pregame weigh-in of uh, uh, Ronda Rousey and uh, um, this Galea uh, woman, okay? A Korea, I'm sorry, Korea woman. Um, it was a predominantly Brazilian card. Uh, every bout had a, at least one Brazilian in it. Uh, it was in Brazil, okay, and the crowd was ruckus and, and really pumped up to see their Brazilian f- fighters go at it, either against themselves or against uh, another opponent from another different country. This was personal, okay. Ronda Rousey wanted to Rocky Rocky for this woman. She wanted to wear this woman out in the worst way. She's become one of the biggest stars in the sport of MMA as one of the biggest female stars in female sports. She dominated in MMA fights, 11 fights, 11 wins, 11 finishes, only one opponent lasting into the second round. 
Correa is undefeated as well and has done so in uh, unimpressive, excuse me, unimpressive fashion. The fight has been sold on a more of a grudge component, which really it was because Correa took it to another level and, and Ronda wasn't uh, um, backing down from that. Correa defeated two of uh, Rousey's friends and made a remark about Rousey committing suicide when Rousey's father took his own life, and that made it personal right there. When you when you start talking about your family and not keeping it about the, the, the two fighters, um, then you o- overstepping your bounds, and I, in my opinion, and uh, uh, it, it takes the fight to a different level. Like I said, it, it led to a great deal of trash talk on both sides and some fierce. If you saw the if you saw the um, the weigh in, uh, the pregame weigh, um, the pre-fight weigh in, you know it was a pre-fierce stare down. Um, and the fact that it, it was taking place in Brazil, like I said previously, in Correa's uh, native country, so Brazilian fans were. Really up, up. Uh, 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 I wouldn't say up in the air, but they're really excited about seeing this fight. Two undefeated fighters in Correa and Rousey, and in round one, it only took a few uppercuts, and then uh, about thirty-four seconds into the fight, Ronda Rousey knocks her out. You heard me. Knocks her out in the first round. 34 seconds into the fight. This woman is a beast. Okay? I have to say it just like that. Um, It's unfair that she's fighting women because the fact is, I don't think there's a woman out there that can go up against her uh, and uh, really have the have the um, the mindset and the fierceness to uh, fight her. Um, and I, I watched the uh, some of the other fights, and, and I've watched Ronda, Ronda Rousey. Rowdy Ronda Rousey um, fight, and as long as she wants to stay and fight, she, I don't think there's anybody out there right now that is going to fight her in the bantam weight, which is about 135, if I'm not mistaken, somewhere around there. Division that that's going to be able to deal with her. She seems like <clears throat> she seems like a very uh, uh, easygoing for the most part person out of the ring very personable um probably very approachable because i'm pretty sure you know she's still self-confidence about us she has so much self-confidence that uh, um she can probably handle herself in, in in any situation but just like um big time athletes professional athletes um they have what you call dual personality Outside of the their pr- perspective sport, 
their one person, put them on the field, put them in the ring, put them in their environment, in their sport, when they need to perform, and the light switch goes on, whether it's football, baseball, basketball, soccer, tennis, golf, whatever. That focus, that uh, uh, that narrow, I shouldn't say narrow-mindedness, but that focus is uh, strictly directed on how well how how well they can perform uh, at the present time that they they need to. And Ronda Rousey seems like, <clears throat> besides having that. Uh, Mike Tyson type of mentality, that animalistic type of mentality, that the opponent, the and the and and the Mike Tyson type of environment, early Mike Tyson type of environment, when the opponent walks into the ring already defeated, uh, because they know what type of uh, um uh, opponent they're going up against, as in Ronda Rousey or in Mike Tyson's. That, and I'm trying to use that analogy, and I also use this analogy, and, and it and it comes it, it's equipped from Mike Tyson. Everyone always has a plan until they get hit, and obviously, Miss Correa had a plan until she got hit, and she got hit the right way. She got knocked up out. So. I guess the plan didn't work. Uh, once you get the one one uh, uh, one one hit to your hand, face, or wherever your head, face, or whatever, and you feel the intensity that's behind it and the power that's behind it, you have one of those oh, and you know what is oh moment. Now what do I do? I thought. It was going to be one way, and now it's totally different. And now my game plan goes out the door, and I, it's a, it's a matter of survival. Some people survive. Most people don't when it comes to Ronda Rousey, either by submission or getting knocked up out like Miss Correa did last night in round one in, in 34 seconds. So word to the wise. Be careful what you wish for. Grass isn't always greener on the other side. All right. Enough of USC. I just had to talk about that uh, because it was hyped up fight. It was two unbeatens. And uh, Miss Correa uh, talked a big game but walked out a loser. <laughs> Let me put it that way. She talked it, but she couldn't walk it. And, and, and she walked out with her head down. Um, uh, su uh, suffering from a KO. All right. Let's get to some fantasy football, maybe some training camp, but some fantasy football. Now, over the last few weeks, you've heard me uh, rave on, I shouldn't rave on, but talk about uh, various positions. Last week was the running backs. Uh, I, I put a list out there um, on all the positions. Last last week was the running backs. The week before that, it was the wide receivers. The week before that, 
it was the uh, um, quarterbacks, and the week before that, when I started this, uh, about five weeks ago now, this is the fifth week, um, it was the tight ends. You heard Victor talk about the uh, um, IDPs, specifically the def defensive linemen, and he, he gave you his top ten. And he had me interject on on um, my opinion or what uh, uh, what I thought of his top ten. All those are going to be uh, up on the website on on spot on radios dot web dot com that uh, you can pick the. Um, List up. Go to the Fantasy Foxhole, and uh, you'll be able to pick it up. All the rankings. My rankings are one to twenty or one to twenty-five on all my positions. Victory only has one to ten, but that's okay. And each week, I think Victor in the next few weeks is going to talk about IDPs. <clears throat> I'm not. I'm not exactly sure what he's going to talk about. Or what position in the IDPs and defensive part of the game? <clears throat> Excuse me. But uh, uh, he's going to break it down um, position by position in the uh, on the defensive side of the ball. And then you have what you should need for your fantasy drafts. Now. Those are, that's the information. That's the ideas about your fantasy drafts. How do you go about putting that all together? Putting that all together and um, doing the right thing on a draft. Well, how about we go through a list of some do's and don'ts on your, in your fantasy draft. I think I went through it. Uh, I haven't gone through it this year. I know that. And I can't recall if I did it last year. But if you have all the information, you should know um, a way. Because with every year passing, there's always somebody new jumping into a draft. Somebody's always brand new, either joining a league or uh, uh, getting into fantasy football for the first time for, through a friend, through all the other um, mass media th uh, uh, avenues that, that are talking about fantasy football and the curiosity of it um, and brings more people in, whether male or female, young or old, doesn't make a difference. Uh, you need to know the do's and don'ts in your fantasy football leagues or, or in fantasy football in order to be uh, have a fighting chance to be successful. Now, I tell you right now, I started getting into fantasy football, and I guess I'm a a I wouldn't say a novice, but I guess I'm a uh, uh, well, I was I would say a, a, a season, but I've won. One, two, three, four, 
I've won at least a handful of uh, championships in um, the eight years that I've been doing this. Uh, really getting into it. Uh, and uh, learning how to pick the right players, whether it's be on the uh, uh, draft, wave a wire, or through a trade, and in anticipation of a big week, big year, um, and that's all. That's all it is. You have to know what a player is capable of and not capable of. So like many situations in life, preparation is critical. And quite naturally, we're talking about fantasy football, and it's no different. Whoever came up with the uh, crazy notion that fantasy football is luck must have been perennially uh, uh, looking up from a cold, bitter world known as the fantasy seller. Now, let me tell you something. And it's part skill. And the luck part of it is, is keeping your players healthy. Now, if you want to uh, uh, avoid the uh, black hole of fantasy, I've got some um, advice for you that can hopefully dominate in your fantasy football, help, help you dominate in your fantasy football league, and maybe uh, for years to come. If you keep some of these, uh, uh, a lot of these do's and don'ts in the back of your mind or in the front part of your mind, especially when you're drafted. And, and even if, because regardless of how long you've been doing this, some people have been doing this since the beginning, the inception of fantasy football, you always can learn. Always, you, you think you remember uh, all the do's and don'ts at all times? It doesn't necessarily work that way. You may have forgotten one of the do's or one of the don'ts. So it's always good to have a refresher from year to year, and look over and say, you know, I, I, you know, I didn't, I remember that. Oh man, I forgot about that. So we're going to go through the do's and don'ts of the fantasy football. And hopefully uh, it, it helps you. Uh, quite naturally, it can't help you if you drafted already. But most people are drafting. Majority of people are drafting this month, leading into the season, which starts in September. So without further ado, um, let's talk about the first do. Very key uh, to this do. very key to do this, I should say, is understand all the rules of your league. No matter what type of league you're in, you be, uh, uh, it's always um, 
good to look over your rules because no no league has the same type of settings. Um, there's always a tweak. The commissioner always, for the most part, um, ha they, you have a new, unique part of your league compared to other leagues. Like, do you have four points or six points for a touchdown pass? Is it a PPR or non-PPR? Do you get um, scoring for a return yardage? PPR, for those who don't know, is points per reception. So whether it's a tight end, uh, a uh, wide receiver, or a running back, they catch the ball, they get a point. That's that's key. Is it a half a point, full point, quarter point? How how's that how's that work out? You got to understand the rules of the league in order to be able to compete in that league. If you don't understand the rules, you draft completely different than what the rules may dictate. If you like last place, then uh, welcome to that uh, uh, position. If you're, you're, if you're drafting as if it's a standard league and everybody else is drafting as, as, if, as if it's a PPR, then you didn't bother looking at the settings of your league and just had no plan when you walked into the draft, whether it's online or a live draft. I have two live drafts this year. The rest are uh, live or online. Online, I mean, it's just say online drafts. Quite naturally, uh, the, the most fun in a draft is when you're live. You see your opponents uh, or you see your fellow um, uh, team owners face-to-face -face, um, and you develop a strong bond between, between uh, fellow team owners because you interact, whether good or bad, and quite naturally, it, it, it's a lot of fun um, when you get together to uh, uh, draft your team. And you see that who is prepared and who's not. And for the most part, the first one, I, I, the first do I told you about is key. Is key. The live drafts I've seen, I, you can sit back and see who understood what the settings were before they walked into the draft, not picking them up, not picking it up while the, while the draft uh, is, is going on. Right then, you know that person is going to be uh, somewhere near the bottom of the field. You don't have to worry about them. 
and and that's key. That's key. Yeah, I mean, know your know your opponent, and know the weakness of your opponent. All right. So the first do is understand all the rules of your league. Absolutely key. Don't understand it, then how you can you draft well? <clears throat> how can you determine which way you're going to draft? Or how you going to draft? Who are you going to draft? All right. The next one is don't forget your bye weeks. Now, I know you got a lot of thinking about, okay, um, going into the draft. Your mind's racing, uh, whether it's online or whether it's absolutely live draft. Live draft is a little bit more relaxed. Uh, you're not under the, under the gun as much um, as if you're online. But bye weeks are particularly important to the uh, running back and wide receivers position. Let me tell you something. There's nothing worse than having your star players, like whether it's a running back or a wide receiver, off this, on the same week. So you got Des Bryant. <clears throat> Excuse me. You got Des Bryant and um, LaShawn McCoy. And, and I don't know the bye weeks. So I don't have the bye weeks in front of me. But you have Dez Bryant and LaShawn uh, not LaShawn McCoy. We'll do it this way. You have Dez Bryant and Adrian Peterson off on the same week. Uh, unless you have some serious backups for Dez Bryant and for AP, you can count that week as a loss. Unless the other players on your team, if you don't have any other ones that are on a bye week at, at the same time, can pick up the slack. But you're talking about Des Bryant and AP, just for an example. So what you need to do is spread out your bye weeks. You remember that. you got to put a wide receiver in that guy's place so hopefully you can get somebody that get, gets the ball thrown to him or gets the ha ball handed to him on a regular basis, not hope that this guy get catches passes. I'm talking about your bye week replacement. So know your bye weeks and have an idea of who during your draft is going to take this spot when you're a stud uh, wide receiver, stud running back will be sitting because of that bye week. There's uh, quite a few bye weeks every year, and uh, every every one of these players are going to sit at one point or the other. That's key. I've talked about it, whether it's online or off, off it being that you're, you're more than likely you're face-to-face, -face, um, and uh, you get to inter intermingle with the uh, fellow owners in your league. So that has to do with the next do. Understand if it's a off or online draft. Is it a snake or a straight, uh, straight linear draft? Straight linear draft is, how's this? 
I draft first. Um, Tom Brady drafts, uh, depending on what side of the league is. Say it's a 12-team league. Usually that's that's what the standard now, 12-team league. Um, I'm drafting first. Tom Brady's drafting last in the first round. In a linear, that's how it goes from the first round, depending on how many you have on your uh, squad, to the last round. I draft first in every round. Tom Brady drafts last in every round. Or is it a serpentine or a snake draft? Serpentine's draft, uh, I mean, snake draft is if I draft first in the uh, 12-team league uh, in the first round, I'm drafting last in the second round. And then quite naturally, I'm drafting first in the third round and last in the fourth round. You see how that works? Whoever drafts the highest is drafting the lowest in the following round. Understand what type of draft that you're in, whether it's a uh, serpentine draft or snake draft, as most people call it, or a linear draft. Or does it have some variation that you draft first in in the uh, you have a serpentine draft in the uh, uh, first three rounds, and then it's a linear draft after the fourth round, or it's a linear draft in the first three rounds, and then it's a snake draft after that. Um, there's different varieties of how people draft. So, understand what type of draft you have. And whether it's online or off, quite naturally, if it's off, then you have a time, date, and place to be in order to uh, um, draft with your fellow owners. But you have to understand that. I'm going to take a break right now, and then we're going to come back and and, uh, talk a little bit more about the do's and don'ts of – either leading up to the draft or during the draft. The do the Jones in the fantasy drafting, that's what we're talking about now. Um, hope you are uh, taking notes. Hopefully you've uh, uh, um, experienced enough that the, these are just reminders for you. But we'll, we'll be right back in a few minutes. Thursday night is the right time to kick back and listen to the FSP Crew Show as they break down the weekend sports and prepare you for Thursday night football. 8 p.m. Eastern, just before the game starts. Jerry the Master Taylor hosts the show with Jeff the Joker Goldberg and Mike the Bookie Monster Wright. The three gentlemen debate and discuss a little bit of this, a little bit of that, a little bit of everything on the FSP Crew Show every Thursday night on blogtalkradio.com forward slash V-I-C-H-B-K, 8 p.m. Eastern. You can listen at spotonradio.webs.com after the show as it streams 24-7, 365. And listen to other informative programs as well. Information, motivation, variety. Victor Gardner began the fantasy sports and politics brand with the idea of combining two of his passions into a radio show. He then learned that politics were 95% of sports. When you tune into the Fantasy Sports and Politics show every Saturday at 1 p.m. Eastern, Mr. FSP himself, Vic Gardner, and Jerry the Master Taylor will go over the weekend sports. 
prep you for your upcoming fantasy games, and spark a debate politicians would love to hear. That's the FSP Show every Saturday at 1 p.m. on blogtalkradio.com forward slash B-I-C-H-B-K. You can listen at spotonradio.web.com after the show as it streams 24-7, 365. For other informative programs as well, information, motivation, variety. Okay, people, we are back talking about fantasy football. My favorite subject, this is my time of year, um, looking to pick up some more championships um, at the end of uh, the football season, the fantasy football season. And I'm trying to help you to do the same thing. I've given you uh, different positions and what I feel the rankings are. Some are pretty little controversial, especially running backs. Um, and uh, the training camps are going on. Hopefully none of those running backs uh, get hurt. And that's key. Key. That uh, not just running backs, but uh, key players. Some, some have gotten hurt already. Uh, young wide receiver in the Jets, fractured ribs, be out four to six weeks. Um, DB. Um, from, um, <clears throat> I think it's from uh, Washington, uh, he's, he's got an MCL issue. He's, he's going to be out for several weeks. Um, but as more and more contact, especially when they get into the preseason games, uh, unfortunately, we are, are going to be uh, 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 seeing injuries. That that's comes with the territory. And uh, you have to adjust your... Uh, football ranking, the position rankings accordingly. Hopefully there's nothing major, uh, no major uh, athletes. I hate to see any athletes get hurt, but hopefully none of the uh, major players in fantasy football get injured going into the beginning of the season. But uh, that that's um, pie in the sky because I, I do believe um, there's going to be some uh, injuries that are going to alter the uh, fantasy football landscape. But it is what it is, and uh, we'll go from there. All right. Like I said, I was told, we were talking about fantasy football do's and don'ts. And... What I'm thinking here is this. I do this every year myself. I go over the do's and don'ts because you can't remember everything. Uh, it's always good to have a refresher to understand what the heck is going on or, or, or something that you think you remember but you don't. Um, and... I don't know everything. Don't know everything. Don't claim to know everything. So, with that being said, and not knowing everything, don't rely. It doesn't. Don't. Don't rely on fantasy football magazines. Now they put them out. They put them out in May. They put them out in June. 
Um, and they're in May and June. What happens to July? What happens to August? Now you're looking at rankings of players or or or, or, or things of uh, information about players that may be injured that the magazine had them uh, because they come out in May and June and maybe in July. And you, they're talking about an injured player. Now, it may be nice to, or even April, they pick it up. It may be nice to pick the magazine up and go over and, and, and um, uh, read about all these players. But all those magazines are obsolete. You know why? Because if you're drafting in August, the landscape of the players, for the most part, could have changed for any particular players, whether they've gotten injured, whether they even made the roster, or their role has changed within their team's concept, within the team's off offensive scheme or even defensive scheme. If you have, if you're in the IDP, and for those who don't know what IDP is, individual defensive positions. That's part of fantasy football too, um, along with the other skill positions: wide receiver, quarterback, tight end, and and running back. Know your, know your, and that goes along. Like I said, understand the rules of your league and know your your league settings. So, I don't even think about. I've never. I've, I can't say I never. In my early times, when I was in defense, starting getting into fantasy football, I used to get those magazines. Then through time and, and get my brains beat in and coming in last place or not doing well in, in various fantasy football leagues, I moved away from those magazines because I found them just like I'm telling you, not to be. Um, not to be saying I'm uh, at all, but do your research. Do your research. Research all of your um. Uh, you players. Do your own research. Find out who who's who's on the ins, who's on the outs. Um. And uh, and and develop your own rankings. Develop your own uh, game plan going into a draft, and then throughout the league. I mean, throughout the uh, season.
I got a uh, um, a question on the in the chat room. How do you feel about a situation simulation games such as Football Manager and the like? Tell you the truth, I'm I'm not familiar with uh, Football Manager, and uh, oh, and uh, you know what? I'm gonna Google it right now and find out uh, what this is all about. It's a simu simulating game, simulation game. I know some some guys. Football managers like. Uh, well, I'm going to ask you this, uh, Scott Bull. Is it. Uh, It looks like to me it's uh, a uh, soccer game, um, which I'm not familiar with quite naturally. Um, and uh, yeah, it looks like it's a football. Oh, I got a call from where? Where is this at? Okay, let me bring this guy in here and. Uh, oh, let me call. I got. I got a foreign call here. Let me see what I got. Hello, caller from. Um, I'm not exactly where. You no, know where you're calling from. Welcome to the master plan. Uh, state your name and uh, what you have to say. Hi, uh, so it's uh, Scott in your chat room here from London. From London? How you doing, there, London? How you been? Uh, good. I mean, we've got summer, which for England isn't so much. We can go for all four seasons in space of an hour. So, <laughs> okay. Uh, well, welcome, yeah, welcome to the show. Welcome to the show. I uh, I'm um, amazed that uh, you get me. Uh, but that's fine. Uh, how did you happen to uh, jump on here and uh, listen to me? Just did, uh, word of mouth or? You just well, happen to just random, really. I mean, I right. host on BTR myself. I've been about pretty much since day one. And okay. I mean, I'm also a Twitch streamer, which is basically like live console streaming. I just like supporting, like you know, the people with sort of like fewer listeners or like that. It's kind of a motivation, you know. Right. Uh, I mean, you know, again, it's it like kind of you know, like on a sports issue. If you ain't got anyone cheering you, you haven't got the motivation, have you? I mean, I, I used okay. to. Um, kickboxing and rugby myself which is basically like american football except that men play rugby <laughs> right right uh, basically, basically so, rugby so, if you imagine american football it's 15 people without padding spearing the guy with the ball <laughs> right so you you uh you had uh text me on the um 
I, I say in the chat room here about um, this yeah. uh, f- football manager. Now, now, I know you guys consider football um, what we consider soccer here. Yeah, yeah. Um, you call it football. And um, I mean, I used to play soccer. And, and when I was in high school, that's about the only uh, exposure yeah. I had I, to I, soccer. I used to do rugby myself, and um, I used to play the 14 position, which is known as suicide position. And it's mm-hmm. called that because you're often the scrawniest runt there is, but you can run 30, <laughs> 40 yards as fast as hell. And if you, right. if you had the ball in rugby and you ran, there was a tough chance of people catching you. But if they caught you, you've got 15 people on the other side. And I mean, yes. you're allowed to like check and um, sort of like block other players in rugby, but you're not allowed to tackle them like you are in sort of like NFL and gridiron and stuff like that. But um, right. we don't wear we don't wear padding either. I mean, I have actually got whiplash once playing rugby. Right. And um, but yeah, it's uh, certainly intense. But I mean, like I said, with those the simulation games, like I said I didn't know whether like you know because you're talking about the fantasy sports. Whether right. you'd ever given them a chance, because it's basically like you know, like you say, you have your fantasy leagues and you simulate the aspects for it. But I mean, these football managing games. Um, I mean, I've seen people play them on Twitch, and it's literally down. You choose how much the players are getting paid, and whether you want to accept transfers, and what to do when they get injured. And I mean, do you do you think as well that that kind of helps people get more into? You know, I know you've not played them, like you said, but do you reckon that kind of idea? helps people get more interested in it because there's a greater deal of interaction, especially considering that you can effectively form clans and like everyone could manage their own team uh, as such. Yes, I, I do do believe that. And I think there's been a, a, um, a surge in, in, in football and probably in, in your sport because of the fact is football manager and things like that that, that pertain to fantasy football. Um, gotten a more uh, uh, a vast array of people, a- including females, uh, which is probably the, the, the fastest yeah, yeah. rising rising um, um, group that are getting into uh, things like this because of um, the interest, and quite naturally, their man's into it, and they want to they 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 find it fascinating, so they want to get into it to see what's all about. What's your thoughts? Either like or they just want to get lucky. <laughs> yes, <laughs> but, and, and I, I mean, talk. I talked I talked about that. I talked about is it is it luck or is it skill? And I think it's a little bit of both. Once you're playing fantasy, regardless of what it is, uh, it's yeah, skill so, on getting the, what you think the right players are, and it's luck having those players stay healthy. What's your thoughts on that one? Yeah, well, I mean, I I used to um, do kickboxing myself and moderately good at it, but unfortunately, I had to give it up due to my disabilities. But I mean, I never tried to get anyone else involved in it, but I mean, I am, I'm a professional gamer now. I'm a musician and comedian, but I do um, professional gaming. Okay. And I mean, I tried to get like my missus in on it and like my fiance, who's uh, actually in New York. Uh, she lives in New York. And, right. Um, I mean, she kind of like has an interest in it, but not on my scale. And I mean, like you said, I, there's parts of me that think, is she interested in it because I'm interested in it or because she just wanted to get some and I mean I bought her um, a PSP games console a couple of years ago forget the fact that it was an all-in-one media device as such what she liked about it was and I quote it's cute I bought her a free I bought, I bought her a Nintendo 3DS it wasn't the fact that it had glasses free 3D 
some of the most <laughs> like in a popular game and some of the most innovative technology from Nintendo. No, it was neat. It could take three D pictures at six forty by four eighty. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, well, she, she, she does like beating me at games though. There's a game called Soul Calibur. She beat me three 0 on that. But in my defence, I'll in beat her seventeen one on Tetris. Well, that's a long distance relationship. She's in New York, and you're way over there across the pond. Yeah, well, I mean, she's, a... she's been here um, three times because I'm disabled. I don't get fantastic money with regards to my game. Right. You know, I rely on uh, sponsorship and stuff like that. So, right, you know, you, like voice servers, people give. I've got six and a half thousand dollars worth of VoIP server hosting. Oh, okay. Just for swearing at Mario Kart, and I mean that, that's something I don't like. I don't whether you agree with me or something. But with the rise in gaming these days, we've, you've got esports, which is basically like gaming tournaments for uh, for like popular video games. There's one called League of Legends, for example. Um, mm-hmm. The tournament last year got more people watching it and more people attending it than the Super Bowl. Really? And it, yeah, it's basically click, 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 and you know, you basically it's kind of it's what's known as um, a MOBA game, massive online battle, but it's kind of based on sort of like the old Dungeons and Dragons, but obviously a lot more complex. And um, but I mean, I can understand people getting caught up in the thrill of like the sports like you know, you get like. Tom Brady just like knocks someone down. He's like, yeah, but click, click, right. click. I, I guess I shouldn't actually dog it because I get five. I've got five hundred and fifty people actually watching my stream potentially. <laughs> really? But, I mean, so you yeah. you're, you're, you're that you're that 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 what you do? You're mainly into gaming, and, and that's all you, all you do. Well, I'm a, you know, I'm a musician and comedian as well, like I said, and I used to do sports before my disabilities ended, like mm-hmm, with potential, mm-hmm. really. But I mean, the gaming, I've had a lot of success over that in the past year, and I have in my music and comedy in two and a half decades. Right. And um, I was streaming a game yesterday and live. It's kind of like what we're doing here, you know, like we're having a conversation, but with video games. And right. I've got 16 people following me just because I was uh, making jokes about Kim Kardashian. <laughs> there, 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 there was a game called well there's a game called Quiplash and you basically it's a question and you provide funny answers and people vote on it uh, right. this question was name the worst flavour soup cream of what and I put Kardashian cream of Kardashian we've got everyone <laughs> voted for it <laughs> and, but, I mean this is, this is what people are watching these days and I mean sure. do you reckon that yeah do you reckon that's detracting away from what I would call real sports I mean I consider for example American football a little simplified compared to, say, rugby. Because rugby, the most you've got on is a gum shield, you know, shin pads and perhaps a box guard, rather than sort of like, you know, a massive sort of like, you know, torso padding. But, I mean, you know, do you reckon that this whole eSports concept from what I've graduated is taken away from, you know, what I would define as real sports, or do you reckon it's an evolution of entertainment? Yeah. Yeah, I I uh, I got to believe that uh, with the 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 explosion of mass media and, and the availability of people being able to uh, interact online, uh, the things that you're talking about are endless. Uh, I I see it's just going to expand and explode uh, even more, uh, even even beyond what people are thinking right now. Um, you have to think that uh, going forward into the future. Um, there's going to be more um, uh, interaction and, and um, how can I say it? 
uh, I can't even think what I'm talking about here. Um, uh, on my broadcast. <laughs> yes, um, I'm trying to think uh, more interaction and more uh, uh, I can't even think of I, I have an idea what I want to say, but I don't know how to say it. So, what I'm thinking, it's going, it's going to explode. Let me put it this way. We, I don't think we've hit the tip of the iceberg. I think it's only going to get um, uh, more and more uh, people involved as it gets um, out. The word gets out there. Let me put it that way. Yeah, well, I mean, you've got uh, technology coming out as well, like um, Oculus Rift. Yes. I don't know whether you've heard of that or not, but, you know, sort of like virtual reality headsets that you use for gaming. I do reckon yes. eventually that the technology flat will advance so much that anyone will be able to become an NFL star. Anyone will be able to become sort of like a Manchester United like Premier League star. Or do you reckon it's kind of, you know, also the passion rather than just the want? I think it's a passion. Um, just like yourself, I'm listening to you and hearing the passion that you have for what you do. Uh, um, and uh, I, I saw your... Uh, your um your, uh link here to your webpage. I'm gonna check you out, yeah. Mr. S Mr. Scott Bowl. That who you, that's your first name, Scott? Yeah, yeah, Scott's the first name. Okay. Yeah, yeah, okay. I'll put the Mr. there because Scott Ball was already taken on another like partner site this one, so oh. I couldn't put that in. Okay. And Twitch TV at uh, uh um what type what type of website is it before I even get in there? It's basically it's basically YouTube for gaming, really. Um, okay. So, um, it's kind of, imagine YouTube combined with what we're doing here. Um, so, I mean, what we're doing here is we're debating about a subject, and people can listen in if they want, and they can interact. And, I mean, for example, with my uh, Twitch stream, I play a game, I stream it to this site. You watch it as you play it. There's about a 20-second delay, kind of, you know, about the same here. There's about a 10-second delay on uh, BTR. But basically, you can see everything I'm doing pretty much in real time. And in some cases, people can join in as well. So, I mean, I called you up. We're talking here. Um, there's a game called Quiplash and, um, that I play. And people can join in and play the game with me without actually mm -hmm. owning the game. And so, I mean, it, you know, like we're doing here, you know, we're getting along well. We're having a nice conversation. And the same thing happens uh, in this chat. We... You know, we take pot shots at people. Um, so uh, my fiance, for example, when she's there, because she's American, we adhere to the stereotype that, no disrespect, Americans are not exactly the sharpest tools in the shed. So we basically mm -hmm. go on the basis that she's a bit dumb, which... There's a real working-class shop here called Argos, you know, named after the Argos Islands and the Argosy. She pronounced it Argos. I mean, on, only... Only my American fiance could make the most working class of shops sound middle class. And I mean, I mean, honestly, you know, I'm, I'm detracting there. It's, you know, we've got a romantic relationship there. We're looking to, you know, obviously get married if she can, if we can find a way for her to emigrate to England. Right. Uh, not, like, I'm not uh, emigrating to the US is because healthcare is free here and I'm a very sick puppy. <laughs> but, um,. No, well, again, I'm, you know, you, I'm looking at your your site right now. Um, it says you're hosting. It will be, it be Willborn. Uh, that's that's a guest at the moment. That's um, basically you can host other people. Um, okay. But that's just a friend. If you give me a second. I'll uh, 
clear it up so it shows you my page. Um, okay. There is a there is a tab at the bottom that says you know click here to view the profile, but I can change it manually on the fly for you. Okay. I mean you know you can't you kind of log in like we're doing here, you create an account, it's a few seconds, and you know you don't have to participate in um so like the streams. You can just watch them. So I mean some people, for example, might be listening into this now and not want to sort of participate. But then you've got the dial-in numbers as well. Right. Once the uh, page loads up for me, there we go. Right, do, I have to ref- seconds, do I have to refresh it, my page, or or or, or uh, just need to change Refresh it if you give it a few. Yeah, if you refresh it now, it should stop hosting the person. But, um, I mean, my material as well. It's it's. Um, let's just say there's some colourful language there because uh, because I'm a comedian. Um, you know, you've you've got extensions of your personality. So in my case, people expect this kind of like in-your-face attitude. And uh, I mean, that's basically what I ride on. And, you know, it's like here, you may have a different personality to what you have. So like when you're talking to your mate or whatever down the pub. Is that and, I mean, uh, you Is that you and your, your uh, other half? Yeah, that's her. Okay. Okay. And I mean, I mean put it this way, I'm literally crouching down there. I'm 10 inches taller than her and about 90 pounds heavier. Okay. <laughs> um, I'm I'm at the top end, 205 pounds. That's the most I've ever weighed. But um, in that picture, I think I was about 185 or 195 or something like that. Probably about 195 actually. And I'm 6'2 to her, 5'4. So uh, I kind of like dwarf her. Okay. And uh, with that beard, I kind of look like a Mexican apple bandit crossed with um, what's the other dude? Uh, what do you call it? Uh, I was told I looked like a skinny Jason Staten, but I don't see that myself. <laughs> okay. <laughs> uh, All right. Well, uh, uh, it's uh, been uh, nice talking to you. I got about uh, uh, less less than a minute left on the show here, and yep. uh, if you if you um, on any time we can uh, converse. Uh, I think the difference is like eight or nine, nine hours from you, for you to me, or something uh, like that. Or are you east coast or west coast? I'm on the east coast. Five hours in. Five hours. Okay. Yeah, and there yeah. was someone around. It. Okay, five hours. So you're in like in the middle of the afternoon right now, if I'm not mistaken. Uh, it's coming up to four p.m. Yes. Yes. Okay. All right, uh, Scott, Mr. Scott Bull. Um, I appreciate you call, calling in. Um, it's always a pleasure talking to anybody, especially someone from overseas. Um, and uh, don't be a stranger. Call back in, yeah. and uh, we, we can converse again anytime. All right? Well, I'm, try- I'm trying to follow you right now. It just keeps popping up an error. So uh, try following me, and I'll, uh, I'll go from that because I've got a show in two hours myself. All right. Are you there? Cheers for having me. Uh, yeah, I'm here. I'm here. Uh, okay. Yeah, cheers for having me on. It's uh, certainly been great. Yes, it has. Uh, enjoy the rest of your day. Enjoy your broadcast, which is going to be uh, in a couple hours. Uh, it, yeah, yeah. It, you want to give me your website where I can listen to your broadcast if I want to? Uh, yeah, two seconds. I'll type it out. It's uh, called Blam Seed Garden Radio. Actually, it's uh, named after a video game level. Uh, okay. Okay, that should be it. It's a weird okay, name. Okay, I've got it. Okay, so it's. Uh, I'm going to put it out here. Is that okay with you? 
Yeah, go nuts, dude. Okay, the, the, the uh, Mr. Scott Bull, if you want to listen to his uh, um, broadcast on Blog Talk Radio, it is www.blogtalkradio.com forward slash Balam. Yeah, Balam. Balam Seed Garden. That's uh, www.blogtalkradio.com forward slash B-A-L-A-M-B-S-E-E-D Garden, G-A-R-D-E-N. Yeah. And uh, listen to his um, broadcast. And what time is your broadcast, your time? Uh, Two hours time now, so it'll be 6 p.m. my time or 1 p.m. Eastern Standard Time for uh, you guys. Okay. So you may get me talking on your uh, Block Talk Radio. I appreciate you uh, giving me that information. And uh, enjoy yeah. the rest rest of your day. And uh, be well, my friend. Thanks for calling yeah, in. Good, right, bye. Bye-bye. All right, people. Uh, I didn't get through the rest of the, that uh, do's and don'ts because I had a call from London, believe it or not. And it's always a pleasure to listen to any caller from anywhere, especially one from across the pond, as they say. All right? So with that, without further ado, um, I'm going to get the heck out of here. Tune in next week, same time, same place, 10 a.m. Eastern Standard Time. Always a pleasure to, to for people to, to jump in here. If you um, want to catch the rest of the broadcast or if you miss any part of the broadcast and you're still listening, um, go to, to uh, www.blogtalkradio.com forward slash V-I-C-H-B-K, and uh, you'll be able to catch all the archive um, uh, programs. And also, if you want to check out our website, which is uh, spotonradios.com, um, you can catch the broadcasts there and also into the Fantasy Foxhole where we have our American football rankings, running back, tight end, quarterback, and wide receiver for those who are going to be doing drafts. With that being said, we are out of here. See ya. Watch me. Watch me. I got it. Watch me. I got it. Hey! I got something that makes me want to shout. I got something that tells me what it's all about.